0: Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Have you been trying to make some money from your homestead? You're doing it wrong. How do I know? Did you make $16,000 last month from your homestead? I didn't think so. I didn't either. But the guest in today's episode, he did. His name is Carrie.
1: Thanks for having me, Austin. I'm happy to be here.
0: Him and his family have a YouTube channel called Homestead How, where they share all the ways they make a living from their homestead. In today's episode, Carrie breaks down that $16,000 figure.
1: Yeah, so Airbnb, we've been doing for five years now. We're booked up 28 days out of the month and we're on track to make three thousand nine hundred and eighty dollars
0: he tells us exactly what business models he uses to make his money and how much he earned in one month out of this calendar year so that you can replicate it on your homestead
1: tested other smaller businesses like i mentioned like um selling eggs and and things like that but um kind of steered away from those
0: want to make more money homesteading stop trying to sell farm fresh eggs and start copying what carrie is doing at his homestead Let's get into it. Kerry said these are his own words. I've kind of been obsessed with businesses and side hustles. Obsessed. And he has a pretty good reason why. He has a
1: lot of mouths to feed. One of the craziest and most surreal moments of my life because the ultrasound tech, you'd think that they would have training for this, but she said, uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no, she didn't say "Uh uh-oh. Come on. And yeah, the ultrasound tech said, "Uh uh-oh, and I was like... Aren't they supposed to be trained not to say, oh, oh, that'd be like the number one thing you shouldn't say as an ultrasound person. And she said, I see another baby in there. Oh, wait, there's three. Oh, wait, there's four. And I, I nearly fell on the floor when what? she said four. And then she was like, oh, no, it's just just the three. I'm like, oh, it's just the three then. Okay, no worries. <laughs> Maybe they are trained
0: to do that. If there's triplets, they're trained to like get you up one or two higher and then back you right. down.
1: I guess that helped a little bit. Okay, four, I don't know if we could handle four. We we can manage three. Right? Four sounded way harder than three. (laughs) Fast
0: forward, it's a day of the triplets' birth.
1: July 9th, 2007. I'm walking down the hallway in a hospital and I get to the end of the hallway and there's a big, huge room and there's three different um, sections in the room and a nurse comes up to me and she says, which baby do you want to meet first? It was a, a crazy, crazy day where you're having those thoughts like, am I going to be a good father? How am I going to afford this? How am I going to pay for this? What, what sort of life are, are these girls going to have? Like you said in your intro, it's a crazy world out there. So um, when, when our triplets were born, we definitely, we, we'd been thinking about homesteading for a while, but we were, it definitely pushed us over like this is a number one priority. How can we save up our money and how can we, how can we make it a reality? So it's really stemmed from from our kids. We were living in the city at that time, and uh, we really wanted to move out to the country and raise our girls out in the country where we could grow our own food and, and uh, spend more time with our family.
0: So no wonder you were so concerned about making money from your homestead. You had three, three more mouths to feed. I would be really concerned if that happened just like that. Now, yeah. you said you guys have been making money from your homestead for seven years, and you've been homesteading for seven years, right? Did you start right away?
1: Yeah, we started right away. So um, the first thing was when we purchased our homestead, I specifically spent a lot of extra time trying to find one that had some investment value. So we found a property, it needed a ton of work. So we got a good price on it, but it was a two family. And initially, we were going to rent it out just traditionally have someone come like a six month or one year lease. But Airbnb was really hot at the time. So we're like, let's just try this Airbnb thing. If we don't like it, we're not stuck with someone up there because, you know, that was one of the things it's like, we're moving out to the country. We kind of want to get away from people. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, and now we're bringing people back, but it's actually been a real net positive. Um, we've met so many cool people with the Airbnb. We have a two family and there's a separate entrance. So 90% of the guests, we don't, we don't even meet. There's a lockbox and they'll, they'll just come up there. So it was shortly after we moved in, we had the Airbnb up and running and making money. Right from the get go, we've been here seven years. We've never had to leave or go work at an outside job. So we're very, very fortunate in that regard. It's something I've been kind of stressed about over the years is why we're always pushing more diversified income streams just in case, not to have all our eggs in one basket in case one of the businesses fail or go away. Like Airbnb is not popular anymore. We've got other things to pivot to.
0: A lot of people will talk about diversifying your portfolio. And that means buying stocks and bonds or blue chip stocks in addition to some more risky stocks. For Carrie and Jen, that meant having a portfolio of stocks and dog kennels and goats and crafts. They've tried so many side hustles over the years. Let's dive in. So what we have for you today is a list of the 10 best ways Kerry has figured out to make money off of his homestead.
1: Yeah, so like I said, there's 10. Some of them are a little wow. smaller ones. We,
0: He's tried a few other things that didn't make the list today. These are the tried and true winners.
1: One thing um, that I do that's maybe a little unique is pay a lot of attention to the numbers. So every morning I get up at like 5 in the morning, I open a spreadsheet and I put down how much money each of the 10 businesses or side hustles made. And I keep a really close eye on those, and we have very specific goals. Oh man, for accounted
0: Mike would like you, man. He's a.
1: Yeah. <laughs> his spidey
0: sense I, is tingling. I, We're going to start at the bottom and work our way to the top. His first idea that he shares earning the least amount of money, all the way to number 10, which makes the most. Gary's going to share the work involved and how much he's made over this last year.
1: I, I tend to overshare, but I don't know. I find it when I'm watching other. YouTube videos about business, when they leave out the part about how much money they're making, it's less interesting for me. So we share all of the numbers. Um, I've shown the spreadsheet before on the channel. I'm happy to share that too.
0: Now let's get to the first way that Carrie suggests you make some money homesteading.
1: Yeah, so the least would be the resale business. We did this a lot over the last two years. So we'll go to auctions and garage sales. This is more of a side hustle than a business, I guess, but we'll go to auctions and garage sales and we'll buy stuff and then we'll resell it on Facebook marketplace and Craigslist. And it almost turned into like a full-time business last year. For some reason, we were on a kick with um, books. We found a ton of books at these auctions and um, had a pretty good side hustle last year, reselling those things on, on Facebook marketplace. And that's probably the easiest for anyone to start. And frankly, it's kind of fun. Um, It's, it's probably the least for us right now, just because we've been so busy with the other items, but Um, like I said, last year we went to maybe three or four auctions, purchased a whole bunch of books and other items, but we got a really good deal on this whole table of books. And then we just bring them back Facebook marketplace, got to have a good internet connection, list them on there. And then we've got a little gas station in town. We meet the people to sell it and flip it. And I've been following, I've got some friends that do this as well, and they'll do it. A big thing last year was furniture. So if you have a pickup truck, buying a couch and then cleaning it up, maybe, and then reselling it, offering free delivery on Facebook Marketplace and delivering it. So that that one is the the one that's making us the least money right now.
0: So this treasure hunting has earned Carrie and
1: his family the least amount of money this last year, but it's not chump change. Actually, I have my little spreadsheet open here in another tab. So in June, we made $481.
0: I love that one because there's no barrier to entry in that one. It's you know, go to a tag sale, right? Go to a, it, it's such a low barrier to entry. It's uh you know, if you got a, if you got a car and, you know, you can't buy a kayak, well, buy some books. If you got a truck, <laughs> buy a, you know, kayak, buy some couches. Uh, 400 bucks is not chump change. And if you are, you know, a Homestead dreamer watching right now and you're like, well, I can't afford a Homestead. How about if you put two to 400 bucks in the, you know, the homestead fund for the next year or two, and then did a few of these other things. So let's dive into the next one. What would you say, you know, from there up, Kerry, what's the next one you guys do okay with? We're trying to keep a nice, clean top 10 list from lowest to highest earners. But it gets a little muddy here because a lot of Kerry's businesses
1: and Jen, his wife, kind of mix together. How so? YouTube is a big business for us it's doing uh doing really well the last couple of years and um so we've kind of branched out from that with the homestead how my wife jen really enjoys doing crafts and we had a little sign business she's got a cricket machine and we have a wood cnc machine so she started making signs and crafts and selling them at the local consignment store here in town and we live in a really small town so i was thinking maybe we'll make a couple extra bucks here or there but it's been really well worth our time. I thought we would do it for a while and then quit. And then she expanded that and moved it into another store. So that was like the sign making business. And then we're like, well, you're doing all these crafts. Why don't you do your own YouTube channel? So she started her own channel. It's called I Create Crafts. And she got monetized, I think, like two years ago. And just she's about to hit 20,000 subscribers. So she's, she's grown pretty well. But that's another source of income is the YouTube channel.
0: So did you catch that? Basically, they both have different passions that they've monetized in multiple ways. They've made videos. They sell products. They even take advantage of Amazon's affiliate program to do so. So how do all these different income streams and side hustles stack up in our top 10 list?
1: Let's get to number two on our earners list. The Amazon affiliate program, in June, we did $63. And that was primarily from Jen's I create Crafts YouTube channel. She does blog posts and she does YouTube. And then she links over to the related products on those blog posts and YouTube descriptions.
0: Now, for those of you who are paying close attention to the numbers and you're wondering why number one earned $400, number two on the list supposed to make more money than number one, but actually was a lot less, Carrie is sharing with us what has earned him the least to the greatest for the entire year. However, he's also only highlighting the earnings in one month, which happened to be June. And that's because we recorded this podcast in July. So that's great because you're already making the crafts, you're already making the content, and now you're mixing that. Uh, What do you guys, you focus on mostly just the craft stuff, not the homestead
2: stuff?
1: We do uh, actually Jen's always on my case because I usually do the Homestead House channel and I'll forget to put the affiliate links <laughs> in. So it's mostly been her, but yeah, there's been a little bit um, on the Homestead House side too. How about next? What's the next one, Carrie? The next one would be uh, YouTube. Yeah. So right now is the worst time of year for YouTube for us. I don't know if that's the case for you leading it's into December. It's pretty bad right now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> November. Yeah. So uh, last month, Homestead Howe YouTube did $985. I, crafts. YouTube did 308. So it, it's really the slowest season. Last year, we did $36,000 on YouTube for Homestead Hall. Um So the vast, vast majority, like thousands of dollars, usually comes just around the, the end of the season.
0: Yeah, we noticed that Christmas too. Comes. It is very, because everyone's, all the businesses are running their ads during that time. So that's, we've noticed yeah. the same thing like, November through December, we make the money that then we spend all spring long on feed and fencing.
1: <laughs> yep. I do four videos a week. Usually every Thursday we wow. put one out. So it's like four videos a month just, or a week? Oh, a week. I, I'm sorry. A month. Four one videos one a, month. a week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One, one a week. Yeah. So even if I'm doing one a week, a thousand dollars it's kind of worth my time but it's like i said it's a lot more than that over the course of the the whole year and it's been really consistent for us the last three or four years it's been right around thirty five thousand dollars a year we've been making on just the homestead how youtube awesome awesome like i said i'm into the video work i enjoy editing and and things like that but i really am so happy i did uh youtube for homestead almost from the beginning because there's so many good memories on there like when with the girls picking raspberries for the first time making raspberry jam. Another video we did, we built a greenhouse. And there's like, it's, it's almost like home movies that we can go rewatch. They're just invaluable to me. And then it's just like a bonus that we're making some decent money off of it as well. There's that. And then my my goal, my ultimate goal that I have written down, and I'm trying to, is to get to 100,000 subscribers. Uh, we're at, I think, 70. Oh, yeah, 8, you guys
0: will be there in no time.
1: Yeah, it's been a it's been a little, it's, it's tough, but um, we're trying to get there. But um,
0: what do you think? Can the Homesteady audience get carried to 100,000 subscribers? Take a second, click the link that's just popped up on your screen, or if you're listening to the podcast, there's a link in the description. Go follow Carrie on YouTube. Let's get him to 100,000 subscribers. He's not far.
3: Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off.
2: After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online.
1: The cool thing that's been happening lately is there's other businesses. Once you get a business going, I'm finding there's other businesses that then come into play that you wouldn't have thought of. So with YouTube, for example, like we've got that, that cool playset out there, it was like a $1,400 playset. a company was willing to send it to us for the Amazon influencer video. Um, but then there's other companies that are willing to, to pay. And if it makes sense, and it's a homestead related product where you could actually get paid to, to show something in the video. There's that extra income there as well. So we've been doing that. But I always tell people it's not going on YouTube unless it's we talk about it ahead of time and it's just really related to it.
0: I think that's great advice. Your audience is the most valuable thing you have. And while we do make a living like a magazine does, right? A magazine makes its living from the audience. The writers make their living from the readers. Um, we have got to treat them with the respect of what you've already said not just throwing any link i hate going when you search like best grill and you get that article that has 30 grills and you know the guy writing this article hasn't used any of these grills he's just listing you know bullets i always find we're adding the value in these videos by trying the product not sharing the garbage right a good example i was approached by a company who provides awesome awesome shoes they're called cujo's Yardware. And they make this my favorite, my absolute favorite work shoe. And that's why we're partnered with them. But I told them when they first contacted me, they were like, hey, we got a really great shoe. It's made for, you know, yard work. It's like a sneaker with the durability of a work boot. And I was looking for that for, since I was in construction work, I hated wearing work boots. I hated wearing sneakers because work boots were too clunky. Sneakers got destroyed. But I told them, because my audience is so important I told them, I will take your shoes and I will wear them for a year. And I'm not going to say a word to my audience for a year. So if you'll send me the shoes and I can run them into the ground for a year, then I'm willing to talk. I'm not promising I'm going to share it with my audience. If they're garbage, they're going in the garbage. They were like, we love that. Have the shoes. I wore them a year. They're still kicking. A year and a half now, they're in great shape. I love them. They're officially a sponsor now of the podcast. I just want to note that was not a paid-for ad. They did not sponsor this particular episode. I was just telling Carrie about this good example, and I do love my Cujos. And if you do want a discount on them, we do have a link in the description of this podcast. You can get a discount off my favorite work shoes, soon to be your favorite work shoes. Okay, back to the episode because this I wasn't supposed to be an ad, but there it is. I want you to know there's a discount. It's that kind of treatment to your audience because if you tell them, hey, go buy this thing and it's garbage, eventually they're not going to trust you on anything, not just the particular item. They're going to say, ah, Carrie's just out to make a buck. So I love those tips, Carrie. Really, really good advice.
1: I'm on the same page too. And then when you have that conversation with them, if it's garbage, we're, we're going to throw it in the garbage. And if they're willing to still do it, then you know you've, you've got some potential there. Exactly. I've had people that are, they get real uneasy, then it's like, okay, this just isn't going to work.
0: Really good advice right. there. All right. So we've covered uh, some great advice for YouTube, really good advice for how we work in with Amazon affiliates. You got a couple really big ones here to cover still that people might be really interested in. What's the next ones, Carrie?
1: Yeah, the Airbnb oh, okay. um, is yeah. another...
0: I'm dying to know about this one. We've been talking about it.
1: Yeah. So Airbnb, we've been doing for five years now. We've been here for six, maybe a little over five, but um, let's see. So we're we're on track in July right now. We're booked up 28 days out of the month and we're on track to make $3,980. And so th- this is a unlike uh, YouTube. This is kind of why it's cool to diversify. YouTube's slow in summer. Um, Airbnb is very busy in summer. So it kind of offsets. It really works out nice for us. Um, And Airbnb, traditionally, we've been doing it for five years now. We got super host status, I think, four years ago. That's where if you get get enough positive reviews and you respond to people quickly, they mark you as a super host. And then when you're searching for a rental unit, we come up higher in their algorithm and things like that. Um, but we've consistently made twenty-four thousand dollars a year, averages out to two thousand a month um, for the last five years. When people say like, if you were to start over homesteading, I would not purchase a homestead unless there was an opportunity to be air, to do to do an Airbnb. But there's so many people out there, like us and like your audience, that is interested in homesteading, and a lot of folks that come from the city and they want to get a taste of what is it like on a working homestead. We've got 15 chickens. We've got three goats. We've got 20 acres here. So they kind of want to experience it. So I think we're able to charge a little bit more um, because of that experience part of it, but um, it's, it's been a real net positive. Like I said, I was really nervous. We would do it. And it'd be like, we tried to get away from people and now we have people coming to our property all the time, but it's, it's weird, but the people, they appreciate things that become normal to us. It's kind of a pet peeve of mine, but things, tend tend to become normal. Like our goats, for example, it was amazing when we got goats. It's like, this is so cool. We're from the city, we've got three goats. And now it's just like, yeah, whatever. There's just goats that we feed them, you know, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) But our guests come and they're like, Oh my gosh, you got goats. This is awesome. The kids are out there feeding them. And we kind of relive that excitement through them, which has been awesome. We got three boy goats when we moved here. (laughs) And (laughs) it's like, what what were we thinking? I don't know what we were thinking. They're pretty useless. However, they've paid their weight for sure from our Airbnb guests because they all love them uh, and it's like a petting zoo tourist attraction our guests will come and I don't know if I don't know if this is normal I don't think it is but our goats will go for walks with you so we've got <laughs> this beautiful pine forest and our guests will be like hey you want to take the goats for a walk just let them out And kind of like free range but they'll follow you around like they'll heal like a dog and they'll walk through all of the trails and they'll follow you all around the property and We've had so many guests that are just they get a huge kick out of that. They'll leave a review, they'll post about it on Facebook, they'll tell their friends and yeah, it's kind of just snowballs from there. Uh,
0: um all right, well let's keep going cuz I want to get to all of these. We we'll, we could definitely do a whole episode on Airbnb homesteading and making that work, but um next one Carrie, next one up.
1: Uh sure, let's see. The website marketing, maybe that's just a quick one, but that was my main business when we moved here and in income, but that is less than 10% of the income now. Um, I've kind of switched priorities to focus on these other things that that I enjoy a little bit more. I think there's so many more opportunities. So we work from home. We help people with their websites, help them rank higher, search engine optimization. That one gone, we're making $2,898 a month from website marketing. Wow, that's fantastic. But there's so many opportunities with uh, COVID stuff from working from home. Um, side gigs and side projects with fiverr and upwork and if you have a good internet connection there's a lot of things you could do like if i wasn't doing any of these things i'm pretty confident i could go on upwork and fiverr and find something that i could be good at whether it's search engine optimization or just writing blog articles or there's logo design there's just like a million things that you could you could do as a side hustle from home next one is our dog kennel we have a four run dog kennel and last month in june we made 1875 dollars from the dog kennel the airbnb we'd have guests come and they'd want to bring their dogs with we're we're on 20 acres here it's a beautiful property now um So we were like, we we love dogs. So we're big into dogs. So we're like, what can we do for a business that we're going to be passionate about? And that's something when people, when I talk about business to people, like my girls, for example, um, the triplets are now 15. They just turned 15, which is crazy. We have each of them um, running a little business of their own, side hustle of their own. So the Airbnb, our our daughter Emma runs, um, she cleans it up. She does the book work. She helps with emails, putting new pictures up there. And then the same thing with the, the dog kennel. Uh, my other daughter, Alyssa, works on that one. But um, we decided to start the dog kennel because there's something we're passionate about. And that's why I told the girls, too, if you're going to start a business, I think that's one mistake I've made in the past. Sometimes I'll go for a business just because it looks like a good money-making opportunity where it kind of fits the mold of being a homesteader. Like, hey, we're a homesteader, so we should just sell eggs. But I've been successful doing businesses that we're passionate about that we love doing. So the dog kennel Um, we really loved. And we're like, we got this Airbnb, people want to bring dogs. So and and then I was like, we're doing YouTube as well. So it'd be a cool uh, video series to do build an off grid dog kennel or an off grid business. So kind of all lined up that way. And we built a dog kennel. It's just a small four run dog kennel. um, But it's been a great extra source of income. We did that about three years ago. And it was slow during all the COVID stuff. But um, since then, it's been it's been really good. Um it's almost booked up last month and we got wow. Got dogs out there right now. So, and
0: <laughs> barking at you.
1: <laughs> so it's just four runs. We we started it with for the Airbnb but then we just started advertising. We put my my daughter Alyssa runs it. It's a good um, sort of business training for her and then we get to work together as a family. She made up flyers and she puts them out around town and we've been having a a lot of the business last month was from repeat customers. Yeah, that one's less passive because it is a lot of work going out there and walking the dogs but same sort of idea we try to under promise and over deliver it's a small dog kennel but most people if you take your dog to a large dog kennel they really don't get as much attention as we give these dogs and we've got the 20 acres so we're taking them on hikes through the woods and we'll we'll send people pictures like hey we're taking your dog for a walk right now and um, keep them keep them updated so really do that under promise over deliver
0: yeah uh next one carry next one up
1: uh next one was video work so with the youtube channel sometimes companies will come to us and they'll say hey, we've got this chicken tractor. Will you put it on YouTube? And if it's homestead related, and I think people will find value, sometimes I'll put it on YouTube. But many times companies will come to us and it's like this isn't going to really provide value or it's off topic. But I'll still say to them, hey, we've got some really good camera equipment. I've got my drone license. We've got like a gimbal stabilizer and all these cameras. So we'll take photographs and do video that you can then put on your Amazon product page or your website. And you can you could reuse the video however you want. We'll put together like a video package for you. And that one this year has actually been doing really, really well for us. We made $1,238 in June just from video and photography work for products.
0: That's fantastic and an easy way to shift people already coming to you. Again, you're listening to your customers there. Okay, the last one on our list today, and you might say to yourself, wait a second, we already covered this. Listen closely. The Amazon Influencer Program, not the Amazon Affiliate Program, influencer let's see what carrie's earned from this it's a big one
1: there's the amazon associates program which is you're an affiliate like i said earlier jen will do a sign and she'll say here's my cricket machine here's a link to it if someone clicks on that link and purchases it she gets a small commission from amazon i think most people are familiar with that but the amazon influencer program is was newer to us we just started doing it earlier this year and it's just going nuts and that's where if you own an amazon product um like this microphone, for example, I bought on Amazon. I can do a quick video, like a one to two minute video. I submit it to the Amazon Influencer Program. That video appears on my Homestead How Amazon store. But then it'll also appear on the product page for this microphone. And if anybody goes to that microphone page and then watches my video and purchases it, you get a commission. No so way. It's kind of like, yeah. Wow. So I've, ne-
0: I've never, I've heard the name Amazon Influencer Program I never looked into it and now I'm gonna. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I'd be happy to talk to you more about it because frankly it's it's our best business right now. We started it back in January and um it's it's making us more money than all of our other businesses combined. Are you kidding? Um, it's really it's like comparing to like YouTube numbers and revenue you can get on YouTube. I guess there is a caveat. We're on our homestead out here in 20 acres and we've bought a lot of stuff on Amazon. right There's just not a lot of other choices. So we do have a lot of stuff, but yeah, it's kind of it's it's evolved to where people are sending us stuff now. Um wow. like, hey, do you want to? I don't know if you can see it in the background. That playset that's out there. Um yeah. a company sent us that in return for just doing an Amazon influencer video. Oh man, um, that was that was a unique, that was a unique one, a big one, but um yeah, most wow. of it's just for smaller things, camera equipment and stuff like that. Boy, that's so, that's Yeah, awesome. we're doing that Yeah, it's a really fun one, too. And that's what I when I'm talking to my girls about business is like, not everything can be fun, but do something that you're passionate about. And we really enjoy like with the YouTube stuff, I would be doing it if YouTube was for free, because I just I like, I like editing videos and the camera equipment and the drone stuff. So it was kind of a natural fit with Amazon. And these are a little bit more fun than YouTube in that it's just a two minute product video, we'll do like a little shot of it and just give our honest opinion whether we like the product or not. And it Pretty quick, pretty quick work. And it's the thing that I like about it too is I got to be careful because when I say passive, people usually jump all over me, but <laughs> it's fairly passive in that I do all those. I've done, we've done about 150 videos over the last three months for Amazon. And if I don't do any videos right now, I'm still going to have all that income coming in um, yeah. from those videos for I don't, who knows how long. But most of the income I'm making right now is from videos we did back in January, for example.
0: That's that is a, a lot of our business too. a lot of things we've done over the years has been where you and I always think about it in the the way I think about it is like a homesteader, right? A you plant a tree and you get no fruit for one year, two years, maybe three years you start to get a little bit of fruit. But in ten years, that tree is producing you more fruit than you can use. and all the other trees you planted in that 10 years, so the one you planted at nine years and eight years and seven years, they're all producing fruit too. So each year you start to do better and better and it compounds,
1: generally speaking. So there's a lot of power there. That one we made $7,268 in June from. Oh man.
0: $7,000, which brings us to our grand total of $16,000 for this month. You can do this too. Just don't make the mistake most homesteaders make. Carrie talked about it. Homesteaders watching this, What are they doing wrong? What, you know, you guys are doing a lot of things right, but you obviously tried things that didn't work out. What are homesteaders doing wrong when it comes to trying to make a living full-time from their homestead?
1: I think uh, one of the big mistakes that we made early on was trying to stick to the homestead mold. Like, okay, we're homesteaders now. We have to sell eggs or make soap or sell firewood, things like that. And we just weren't passionate about those things. I love farm-fresh eggs. We have 15 chickens and I'm eating farm-fresh eggs all the time, but doing it as a business... We weren't passionate about it, so we lost interest. So, doing things that we're passionate about, like the dog kennel, like I said, we love dogs. Um, that I think that's really helped us.
0: Honestly, it's not super easy to turn your passion into a full-time living, but you can do it. I know because we just saw Carrie explain how he did it. I've been able to do it myself. You can totally do this. I've actually put together a program to help you. It's called the Make Money Homesteading Course. Basically, it's a month-long program that walks you through the process of figuring out not only what products and services you should be selling, but who you should be selling to and how you can grow that business so that you also can go full-time doing what you're passionate about from your homestead. I remember what a bummer it was working a full-time job and trying to just squeeze in homesteading on the weekends. Stop doing that. Take control of your life. Start making money from your homestead. The Make Money Homesteading course will get you off and running in one month. You will have a business model. You will be selling products. Check out the testimonials, the curriculum, and how we've bundled it in a special deal with our Pioneer program. Click the link in the description of this podcast. You can learn a whole lot more. I hope it helps you do what Carrie and I and many others have been able to do, which is make a living in the place we love most, our homesteads.